0: Revelation chapter 15. And we're going to be reading the first two verses. And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels, having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up the wrath of God. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire. And them that had gotten the victory over the beast, and over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand on the sea of glass, having the harps of God. I'll stop reading there. Now, um, we saw last time that um, this sign in heaven is following the sign that was given back in Revelation 12.1 of a woman who was clothed with the sun that brought forth the man-child. And that woman was a picture a representation of God's elect likewise the seven messengers having the seven last plagues are a representation of God's elect there there's no question about that. We'll see as we go on that um, this teaching that the seven messengers represent, All of God's elect, uh, is, is going to be proved by the information that God gives us in this chapter. And, well, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to it. But, uh, now we're going to finish looking at verse one, and it's the last part of the verse, the seven messengers having the seven last plagues, and we saw that the word last Um, is a word that identifies with last things. These are the final plagues that God has in store for the world. And there will be no more plagues. This is the final judgment of God upon sinners for their sin. And the the second part of verse 1 verifies that when it says, For in them that is, the seven last plagues, is filled up the wrath of God. And the uh, Greek word that's translated as filled up is Strong's number 50, 55, teleo. And it's a word that's used in some very interesting places in the Bible. First of all, it's used in... Um, relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ and his period of ministry and and going to the cross. We read in Luke 18 in verse 31 Then he took unto him the twelve and said unto them Behold, we go up to Jerusalem and all things that are written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man shall be accomplished. And the Greek word "telio" is translated as accomplished in that verse. Now, all things written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man shall be filled up. They'll be accomplished. And that's exactly what happened in John chapter 19. We read also of the Lord going to the cross. And it says in John 19 in verse 28, after this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that same word, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar, and put it upon hyssop, and put it to his mouth. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished, Telio, The same word translated as accomplished in verse 28. The same word translated as filled up in Revelation 15.1. It, it is accomplished, is what Christ is saying, and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. All things written concerning the Son of Man, all things that God moved the prophets to write, are accomplished. It is finished. That's what the Lord meant by it is finished. It is filled up. It is done. The demonstration that he came to show forth, to reveal the things that he had done from the foundation of the world, was fulfilled. It it was filled up to the point of completing all Scripture, all the things that the Bible had declared would happen concerning the Son of Man. Notice, uh, it's not the Son of God but the demonstration at the cross concerned the son of man that is Christ's birth unto us mankind a son is given he was born of the virgin mary entered into the world to be called the son of man and as the son of man he must go to the cross he must uh, fulfill all things that were written uh, concerning the demonstration and and that's what he did. Well, one more uh, verse about the cross in Acts 13. Acts chapter 13, beginning in verse 27. It says, For they that dwell at Jerusalem and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath day, they have fulfilled them in condemning him. And though they found no cause of death in him, yet desired they, Pilate, that he should be slain. And when they had fulfilled, and that's our word, telio, when they had fulfilled all that was written of him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a sepulcher. God wrote in Psalm 22 or in Psalm 69, even the very words that Jesus would say on the cross, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? God wrote of those that would be against Christ and, and, uh, there's many scriptures that said that he would be, uh, nailed to a tree and, and, or other scriptures that said that and so forth. And all these things that were written, they Fulfilled when they took the Lord, and by wicked hands and evil intent, they brought him to the high priest, and the high priest, the authorities of Israel, turned him over to the Romans to be crucified, all for evil reasons, and yet God used it to fulfill all the things written concerning the Son of Man. And and that's how this word... Telio is used, it's used in a way or in a sense of completion, that when they had completed all that was written of him, we could read that uh, in, uh, actually, if we go back, uh, you don't have to turn there, but to Luke 18.31, all things written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man shall be accomplished or shall be completed. And, Uh, And when Jesus cried out, it is finished, it is completed. It it carries the same idea that um, the things that God had prophesied, had the prophets declare, and and they must be fulfilled. Once they were fulfilled, it's a sense of completion. Now, in Revelation chapter 11, this word teleo is used... Concerning the two witnesses, and it says in verse seven, and when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. Finish their testimony. The two witnesses are the word of God, as the word, the the scripture, the Bible was in. The congregations and, and the people of God were the caretakers of the Word, and the two witnesses had a test to perform through the church. God's Word had to bring in the first fruits, save them, and once the last of the first fruits became saved, and the timing would have been precise, the church age ended the day before Pentecost, and 1988 it was may 21 the year 1988 and the witness or testimony of the two witnesses the word of god within the congregations was finished it was accomplished it was filled up it was completed and uh, that that would be it there would be no further witness by god's word through the churches and congregations of the world. And that's why the church age ended, and and why no one has become saved ever since in any church in the world. Now just one more verse to show again how this is used. In Revelation 20, in verse 3, speaking of Satan, and this is what the Lord Jesus did at the cross to him. "...and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled." Fulfilled again, Telio, and after that he must be loosed a little season. Satan is bound, the number thousand points to the completeness of his binding, which... Turned out to be an actual 1955 years. And this relates very much to the verse we just read in Revelation 11 verse 7. When the two witnesses finished their testimony, it coincided with the thousand year period of Satan being finished or fulfilled, completed. And then Satan was loosed. It says in verse 7, of Revelation 20, when the thousand years are expired, and the word expired is teleo, when they're finished or fulfilled, when it's complete, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. And, and again, that's simultaneous with the death of the two witnesses in Revelation 11. It's when he overcame the churches and congregations because God was working, uh, using him to... As an instrument of judgment against the church, well, uh, this is the word "telio" that we find here in Revelation 15:1 uh, concerning the seven last plagues. In them is filled up the wrath of God; it is finished. It once the seven vials full of the seven. Last plagues, and God calls them the last plagues, are poured out. Then the wrath of God is finished. It, it is accomplished. It is completed. And that's the idea behind Tilio. And uh, I'm sure that you can see, uh, as well as I can, that 10,000 days of judgment and the 10,000th day falling on October 7th, 2015. That's the 1600th day of judgment day since May 21, 2011. The 10,000th overall day since judgment began at the house of God, May 21, 1988. And 10,000 is a number of completeness, we might even say super completeness, because it's ten times ten times ten times ten. Ten to the fourth power and four points to universality. It is the complete judgment of God upon all of the wicked of this world uh, in the church or out of the church. And it also happens to be the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles... And the word that I have spoken will judge them on the last day. And the resurrection, I will raise them up at the last day. All of those things are are coming into focus on that particular day. On October 7th, 2015, it is a perfect day for uh, the 7th. And last vial or all the vials to have been completely poured out, and the wrath of God to have been finished, to be accomplished. It, it is um, a perfect day for God to declare that the wrath of, of his anger, the punishment of the wicked of this world, is now complete and filled up. And there will be no more. So, um, it, it's just uh, additional encouragement to us that there is an excellent likelihood that that will be the last day for the history of this world. Alright, let's go on here in verse 2 of Revelation 15. And it says, And I saw as it were a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them that had gotten the victory over the beast and over his image and over his mark and over the number of his name stand on the sea of glass having the harps of God. This is interesting that God goes from speaking of seven messengers having the seven last plagues to seeing them that stood upon the sea of glass and who had gotten the victory over the beast and so forth and Of course, they that had gotten the victory over the beast would be true believers, God's elect. And it's only once we understand the seven messengers are true believers, God's elect, that we can see the flow from verse to verse. There's no change in the the focus of who's in view. It's still God's elect. It's just speaking of them in a slightly different way. And yet a very related way. Now what would seeing these, uh, victorious ones, uh, standing upon a sea of glass have to do with seven messengers that, that are carrying the seven last plagues of the wrath of God? Well, later the seven messengers come out of the temple and they're clothing ...of pure and white linen and their breasts girded with golden girdles... ...are priestly attire. They're coming out of the temple to perform a priestly duty or function. And we'll see that the sea of glass has everything to do with the priests... ...in the Old Testament. Now, first of all, let's look at the word glass... And we did encounter this word a little earlier in the book of Revelation back in Revelation chapter 4. In Revelation 4, it says in verse 6, And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four living creatures full of eyes before and behind. And so forth. But here... The sea of glass is said to be like unto crystal. Now, the word glass in our verse in Revelation 15 and and in Revelation 4 is um, 5193. But there's a very closely related word that's 5194, and that's found twice uh, in Revelation 21. It says in Revelation 21, Verse 18, speaking of the New Jerusalem, which is comprised, it's made up of God's elect, in Revelation twenty one eighteen, And the building of the wall of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. Now, in that statement, the pure gold means that uh, there's a purity, first of all, and the word clear, uh, in itself is a word that's translated, the Greek word translated as clear, is translated as clean and pure. So it, it's a, a incredibly strong emphasis that what God is speaking of is a, as clean as possible. And the cleanliness the Bible's concerned with, it, You've heard that phrase cleanliness is next to godliness. Well, the cleanliness God is overwhelmingly concerned with is the, the cleanliness of someone from their sin to be washed and, and cleansed from all iniquity. So there's no spot, there's no stain of iniquity, no ugly Sin of any kind that God sees, all is gone, all is removed, and this is related to the clear glass. In verse 21 of Revelation 21, it says, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls, every several gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass. Again, a purity, a holiness, a, a cleanness. It is what glass has in view. And so as uh, the Apostle John is given this uh, vision of this sign in heaven, and he says in verse 2, And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire. The The fire, remember, is what washes away sin as the Lord Jesus Christ endured the wrath of God from the foundation of the world for the sake of all those chosen people, his elect, that he took upon himself their sins and died for them. And in death, he, he went through the consuming fire of God's wrath. And that is the baptism that washed away the sin that we are baptized with him uh, as the lord said um to some of the apostles will you be baptized with the baptism that i am baptized with and then he uh, he agreed they would yes you will be baptized with uh, such a baptism because uh, we're cleansed from our sins in the person of the lord jesus christ and this washing this, uh, this washing away of transgression and iniquity of filthy deeds um, took place when Christ went through the wrath of God and then he demonstrated what he did and then God applied that washing to his people during the day of salvation at some point in their lives before he ended his salvation program. And so all the elect by the time God ended His salvation program on May 21, 2011, were washed; all were cleansed, and therefore all had gone through the the sea, or uh, were uh, not just ceremonially washed, but actually washed from all sin. Well, um, there's an interesting verse in Job, and I don't understand. The verse too much but it makes a connection that helps us in Job 37 in verse 18 it says hast thou with him spread out the sky which is strong as a molten looking glass and here God uh, is beginning to uh, to ask Job all sorts of questions uh, concerning the wondrous works of God and it's one of the most glorious passages, actually for several chapters towards the end of Job. One of the most glorious sections of the word of God that, that really highlights the, the tremendous power and might of God as creator. But, but here, notice God relates molten with glass, as a molten looking glass. And we find in Second Chronicles. In Second Chronicles that the Lord speaks of a molten sea. And we we don't have the word molten in Revelation fifteen, but we have a sea of glass. And there's a a relationship with that sea of glass and second chronicles chapter four. Uh, I'll start reading in verse 2. Also, he made a molten sea of ten cubits from brim to brim, round and compass, and five cubits the height thereof, and a line of thirty cubits did compass it round about. And under it was the similitude of oxen, which did compass it round about, ten in a cubit, compassing the sea round about. Two rows of oxen were cast when it was cast. And then down in uh, verse 6, he made also ten lavers and put five on the right hand and five on the left to wash in them. Such things as they offered for the burnt offering, they washed in them. But the sea was for the priest to wash in. The molten sea was designed for the priest who entered into the temple and, and they had to do their priestly duties. But first, before they went about any duty, it it was commanded that they go to the molten sea and wash. And they would, they would wash their hands and maybe their arms, I I don't know. But, but the, the picture is, and it was a, a ceremonial law that God gave in order to illustrate this, is that before um, a man could do service to God and that's what a priest was a minister who served God in the temple before a man could go about doing service and, and whatever service he had to perform priests had various tasks he must first wash in the sea and that was the spiritual picture that, uh, that these men these priests were cleansed from sin. It was really to typify what would happen when God saved people. They would become spiritual prophets, spiritual priests, and spiritual kings. The Bible tells us. The Bible says we have a royal priesthood. We're uh, we're priests in that we. Uh, we serve God, and we perform priestly duties and functions. When it was the day of salvation, carrying the gospel would have been our priestly duty. Well, now, in the day of judgment, harvest, when we're commanded to reap, our priestly duty is to go forth and share the truth of the Bible, which would uh, bring declarations of the wrath of God, that it's judgment day, and so forth as we also as the word uh, gathers in the people of god but first you have to wash and first god had to save all of his elect which he did do before he shut the door of heaven on the date of May 21 2011 and now in uh, revelation 15 the seven messengers of god Having the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up the wrath of God, and, and then suddenly were shown a sea of glass mingled with fire, and those that had gotten the victory over the beast are standing upon the sea of glass. And all, all, the whole picture, the whole illustration is very significant. Who gets the victory over the beast? Did the 144,000 saved out of the church age? Well, the beast is the name given to Satan, primarily and actually exclusively for his rule during the Great Tribulation. So they didn't get the victory over the beast. It's only the great multitude saved out of Great Tribulation that could possibly be said to have gotten the victory over the beast.